Hi, my name is Brendan Watt, and welcome to the One Choice from Change podcast, where I give you the tools to create something totally different beyond the status quo, and where you get to become as different as you are. What if there is nothing wrong with any of the choices you've made up until now? I'm inviting you to be aware that every choice creates something. So, what would you choose today? Hi, everyone. So today I have the honor of talking to Mr. Gary Douglas. Hello, Gary. Howdy. How are you? I'm awesome. How are you? I'm awesome, too. Good. Awesome. Sorry, I forgot to turn off my phone. But you got to love the ringtone. (laughs) Yeah. There you go. Psychopaths everywhere. Yes, they're um, everywhere. They're everywhere. Okay, so I wanted to ask you about something that you've been saying forever, which is be brutally honest with yourself and lie to everybody else. And I see, I mean, I see where I didn't even really know what you were talking about until I started looking at it recently. But I want to know, I, I want to dig into this thing of being brutally honest with yourself. Well, it's like if you think you're a nice guy, where are you not seeing the things you're doing that are not nice? Yeah. You know, we want to envision ourselves as being wonderful people. When you decide that you're a wonderful person, you're not willing to see where you're not being wonderful. So therefore, you can't change the places where you're fucking up your relationships with others. True story. You know, before I, um, a couple of days before this podcast, actually, and I was looking at this topic and everything started coming up. And I was thinking about the time, um, it was 18 months ago, when you and I first had the conversation about me being an alcoholic. Yeah. And that was, that was one of those things that I knew if I was going to look at that, there was a lot of other things that I was going to have to look at. And over the, so that was, I just went, no, I no, no way I'm looking at that, but that brutal honesty with myself at that point, I definitely wasn't willing to have it. And yeah. I'm just wondering about where we do that with like what I was doing, what I, what I see now is where it was more like, let me, let me find another lie to cover up something well, else that I don't want to it's look like at. Every time, every time you tell, you know, every time you tell a not truth to yourself, you have to create 25 additional lies to keep that one in place. Right. It's the one multi-level marketing system that works. Oh man. And it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work, a lot of frigging work. And the thing is, it's like, I'm too lazy to work that hard. So I just (laughs) be bluntly honest with myself. You know, when people say you're an asshole, I go, thanks. I go, what do you mean? Thanks. I didn't mean that as a compliment. I said, I consider it a compliment because I know I can be an asshole when I choose to be. Where did you, like, where did you start though with, were you all, did you always have this where you, you didn't lie to yourself, where you were willing to look at. Well, I was willing to look at anything. And I, and at one point I was 12, I think. And I had to look at what was really true for me because I noticed that everybody else had a particular point of view, which wasn't necessarily my point of view. And it's like, and I had to look at it and go, okay, so what's really true for me? And it came about, actually it was about 10. 
I found some cards outside of a, uh, some playing cards outside of a bar in the back because my neighborhood was not the classiest neighborhood in the world. And, uh, and they were pictures of people doing sexual things. I looked at them and went, wow, you can do that? <laughs> you know, and it's like, and I had never seen anybody, of course, doing those kind of things, never seen any sex, and that was before you could get porn on the internet easy. And so I had never seen that people could do those kind of things. And I went, I was just amazed and thrilled by it because I thought, oh gosh, there's no limit to what you can do. And my friend said, oh, that's disgusting. And I went, okay, that's disgusting. Hmm, I, I didn't see it as disgusting. I thought it was interesting. And so I looked at it and I looked at the cards and I didn't see them as disgusting and everybody else said they were disgusting and I should go to hell and I should get rid of them and I should burn them and I should, you know, and I go, now I like looking at them. They sort of do weird things to my body and I like it, you know, and it's like they were turning me on, but I didn't realize I was being turned on at the time because I was too young to know what turned on meant. And uh, so I had that as my first event of realizing, okay, I am really not like others. I am different. So what do I need to look at here? And what do I need to have my reality? Because I need to know what's true for me. You know, that's what, um, that's what makes you so different. Like I've heard you tell that story and I've looked at for me, um, you know, different times in my life where it was, you know, I would have those different experiences, but then it would be, okay, that's not accepted. Let me let me figure out what is accepted so that I can fit. Yeah. Yes, but you wanted to fit and I wanted to know what was true. Yeah. And I didn't know that I wanted to know what was true, but I always did. You know, because I, well, it's like partially, I think, because I also watched people lie. It's like I went to church, you know, it's like I used to take my little sister to church with me every Sunday and we'd go to Sunday school. And I see the people on Sunday being really nice to each other, glad handing and so nice to see you. I love you. You're wonderful. And then screwing each other on Monday. And I go, wait a minute, that doesn't fit what they said yesterday. And what they're doing today are two different things. Why are people lying like that? And it's like, and I saw that they weren't telling the truth. And I thought, you know, if you're going to be truthful, you, buy, you better be truthful in every way you're going to be truthful. And so for me, I want, I want to see the truth. I want to know the truth. And I don't want to make it up when I say I like somebody. And I don't want people to decide that they like me, but not really. Yeah. And I was well, amazed at how not really was more real than really. Yeah. That desire to fit. Like, what? How, how do you get out of that? Like, what's... I mean, By I've telling seen yourself the truth, not the, the lies. Right. So you, yeah, you'd rather lie to yourself and go, I can fit rather than going, where don't I fit? Right. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and so it's like it put me on a search and I started looking everywhere for what was actually true for me. So I went to, and I tried all the different religions at one time or another because I wanted to see which one of them was true. I, and I noticed that they all had the glad hatting on Sunday and the fucking your neighbor on Monday as a reality. And I went, this is just painful. 
just disgusting. I can't believe people do this. But I also was told to judge a book, not judge a book by its cover. And I was told that beauty is only skin deep. And it's like, and you got to look for the beauty inside. And I'm going, what the fuck are you people talking about? <laughs> you know, and so I began to look for what was true. And what I found is true, what's true in people is what's really beautiful about them. When they're true to themselves, it's beautiful. That is so true. Um, lie to themselves, it's not that much fun. No, and it's not much fun to live that way. You um, know, and I discovered that with, I, I definitely discovered that with the alcoholism. I mean, it got to a point where it was like, it was just, it was just a lie. It was one of the things that I, I knew I could hide me with dynamically. You know, and I see a lot of people where we choose that. Let me find something so that I can hide me or so that I can fit. Well, I mean, lots of people use alcohol and drugs as a way of hiding who they are so that they can not see who they are, so they can do what makes them fit in this reality from their point of view. So I want to ask you about the allowance with it, like to have where you're willing to look at and go, okay, so this is where I am an asshole here, or I do choose this here. This is part of who I am as well. But you have like that allowance in looking at it being willing to be everything yeah well it's like i noticed that most people are not willing i mean the thing is that my basic point of view is if you really want to have all of you you have to be willing to be everything you are right. and if you're an infinite being wouldn't you have the infinite capacity to do or be anything which is my point of view i could be or do anything if i can be or do anything what am i actually not which I, you know, everybody tries to find out what they're not, thinking that determines what they is. I think determining what you are not just determines what you're not willing to be, not what you is. That's so true. Um, yeah, you know, I looked at one of the things I've been very grateful for with the last few months with, you know, living in recovery has been... Um, has been this like looking for, okay, what is actually true for me now? Like, but knowing that it's not just this surface thing anymore, it's actually a matter of survival. Well, it's more than survival. It's thrival. Right. Yeah. You're only going to thrive if you're living with total honesty with yourself. And if you're That's... willing to look at what's true for you and not buy somebody else's point of view. I watch yeah. all kinds of people try to buy other people's points of view, thinking they're going to figure out what's going to, you know, what's going to work. And my point of view is, why are you plagiarizing somebody else's life to try and determine what your life is? Yeah. I look and I go, what do I want to create? I got mad at somebody recently because they were giving me, you know, they gave me shit about something. I was asking them to do something. I said, do it this way. And they said, well, why don't you go down there and, and bake this cake? I go, <laughs> fuck you. I'm paying you to do this goddamn thing. Do it the way I say. You know? And it's like, and so I told the person today that I don't like being talked like that. Please don't do that to me again. And they said, well, I was just kidding. I said, it didn't sound like you were kidding. There was nothing that was joking about it. And there was no laughter at the end of it. You gotta, you know, you gotta get what's true. And he goes, well, if this doesn't work for you, you can fire me. And I went, okay, good. 
Guess I know wow. where I'm going next. That's not a good thing to say to you. Oh, no. Bad thing to say to me. Bad <laughs> thing. You can fire me is not a good thing to say because I will. So let's, I want to ask you about that too then, because in this, in this being brutally honest with yourself, you're willing to lose anyone. Yes. And anything also to get there. Yes. Yeah. Um, I've seen, I've seen big time with myself personally, but also other people that I've talked to where it's like, well, let me find what's honest, what, what's truthful for me until it challenges something that I've decided I am or something I will not lose. Well, it's mostly about what you will not lose. Okay. Yeah. It's like, because it's like you decide you have to fight not to lose, but you actually have to fight to create. Mm. Can you say more you know, about that? Yeah, because choice is what creates and you have to fight to have true choice. And most people don't want true choice. They want to make the right choice and they want things to work out a particular way. And they figure if I choose this and this is going to happen. If this, then this. And it's like, I don't have an if this, then this. My point of view is, okay, what's this going to change if I choose this? So do most people get, do, do they actually have an awareness of the decisions that they've made though? No. They're running their life. Yeah. Well, it's like, actually they're running away from their life, but fine. Yeah. Right. It's like they, you know, it's like they don't realize that you'd make that choice for what reason? Why would you want this as your choice? What would make mm. this the right thing to choose? What if you had a life in which you had total choice? What would that mean? And most people don't want to look at that. They want to look at, well, but I want to make the right choice so I get what I want. And they've decided they want this, which means they lack of it. And they decide they're going to get it if they do that. I'm never looking for what I'm going to get. I'm always looking for what I'm getting by every choice I make. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there was something that I just went to ask you and it popped out of my head. But, um, you know, one, I, I'm going to reference myself again with this because I've been looking at this a lot more, but that there was um, like this level of comfort that I wasn't willing to give up with this search of what's actually true for me. Like we have this, let me, let me, let me have it again once, as long as it doesn't challenge my comfort zone. Yeah. But it's like, you're mo not willing to lose what's you're comfortable and what is easy for you because sometimes having to be brutally honest with yourself is hard work and it requires yeah. you to look at things that yeah, may not want to totally look at, you know, it's like, okay, this was an asshole thing to do. I mean, it requires me to actually like, you know, apologize to people periodically. Do you know how awful it is to have to apologize for being wrong when you always really want to be right? <laughs> uh, yeah, I do. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You know, and wanting to be right is not necessarily the thing that's going to create the best for you and the best for anybody else. What would be the best you could create? What would be the best you could have? What would be the best? What if it wasn't about the best or, and it was more about what would this change and what would this create? Because if you yeah. started looking for what it would change and what it would create, you have a different reality that starts to show up in a thousand ways that you can't even imagine because you can't believe that you would be that stupid that you would hold on to a fixed point of view to try and just be right. But people do. They try to be right all the time. True story. Yeah. I am. Um...
that the thing that comes up with me is like you've you've said this to me i remember you said to me um a couple of years ago now was you're not willing to go through the rigors of hell to get to you and yeah. i knew for me that there was a level of pain that i was unwilling to go through there was a le- like that brutal the word brutal honesty like that there was a there was a level of that was that was your justification for it not the reality right can you say more about that yeah i don't want to go through pain is a you know it's like how can you not go through pain if right. pain is going to give you what you really want well that's what i found though is the freedom that comes from it yeah like I know. the willingness to actually be present with it and go okay look this is here i'm going to look at it i'm going to see what's actually true for me with it yeah um has been uncomfortable, but it's also, there's so much freedom beyond it. Well, that's the source of real freedom is when you're willing to go beyond what you think you cannot tolerate. Wow. Real freedom begins when you're willing to go beyond what you think you cannot tolerate. You know, I've seen you at points over, I've known you 12 years now and I've seen you at points where it's, I know you're looking at something that is not easy to look at and you keep going through it until you get to that freedom. What, what is that for you? Like that, that tenacity, that desire in your world to always, you never stop. Uh, like, what's it like for you? Well, it's like I always look at it and I go, okay, so what, you know, what did I create by this choice? See, if I make a mistake, or it's like I don't even consider it a mistake. If I make a choice, what's it going to create? And I have to be willing to see what that choice is going to create and not have a point of view I should or shouldn't do it, but what's it going to actually create? And it's right. like, and I look at it and I go, okay, that didn't create what I wanted. How can I change this? And when I go, how to change this is usually when I discover what I have to do different and be different in order to have the result I'm looking for. Right. So that, um, that part about having that allowance for yourself, because I see that with you, you don't have, like, you don't judge yourself. You don't judge yourself for anything. How did you get to that? Uh, by recognizing that, you know, judgment is always a lie that you tell yourself in order to prove that you're doing the right thing when you're not. Right. You know, I watched all kinds of people with judgments about others, which they use to justify doing mean and nasty things. I go, why do you have to have a justification for that? Why don't you just acknowledge the fact that you like it? so true but that that part that part being brutally honest with yourself about the asshole that you are yeah you know being brutally honest with yourself about the meanness and the the all of it yeah it's all you just have to be what is there and you have to be what's available and not think about anything else you just go okay what's really true Right. Yeah, it's like if you do, what is this? What do I do with it? Can I change it? And if so, how do I change it with everything in your life? 
you'll get over the place of trying to come out right and you'll come out smelling as good as you can. Jerry story does four questions. They're a brilliant four questions. I think they work wonders if people use them, but it's always amusing to me that people that won't use them, don't use them and then want an answer from me that they think is better. I go, why don't you try using the goddamn tools, you fucking asshole? Well, that's why I want to say that, watch. but I think them. What? <laughs> Sometimes say it. Sometimes say it. Sometimes I do say it. It's true. Well, that's why I wanted to ask you about this topic because I've heard you say it for 12 years, brutally honest with yourself and lie to everybody else. And it's yeah. like people, myself included, have gone, yeah, yeah, like brutally honest to the degree of how can I lie better to myself? Yeah. Well, that's what you call being brutally honest. How can I lie better to myself? That's your level of brutal honesty. Well, that's changing Not now. And, okay, good. You know, <laughs> but it took um, it took a serious. You know, for me, I had to get to a point of, of change or die. Yeah, I know. So, can we talk about that then? What's that for you? Change or die? Like, well, it's like anytime you are unwilling to change, you're only willing to die. Yeah. Yeah, it's like I watched with my horses and it's like I would watch them doing the same thing over and over again. And I'd go, okay, this horse is not going to make it very long. And he never did because mm. it's like a horse has to be willing to change on a bet because the weather is never the same two days in a row. So it's like they need to be willing to be totally aware of everything around them all the time. And that's the way they saved themselves. And it's the way they don't end up getting hurt. Yeah, there was a horse down in Costa Rica that I rode at one time, really nice horse. And the guy kept him in a barn where he also piled wood. And a coral snake got into the wood and slithered into the horse's stall and bit the horse. Oh. Now the horse survived, but he was never sane again. He was always a completely a nut job horse afterwards, wow. you know, and the guy kept him a stallion and kept using him and kept trying to breed him. And then one day the horse just flipped over dead because he couldn't change the situation. You know, I love the way you see the world like that, though. You look at all of those things as. Well, they're all part and parcel of how the world works. Works. Why wouldn't you look at all of that? You know, what people try to do is they avoid looking at things as though that's going to make things easier. It doesn't make things easier. It just makes yeah. things so that you have no awareness. You know, and lack of awareness is brutal honesty. You have to, to have awareness, you have to have brutal honesty. It's so true. And that's the th that's why I was interested with this with you, because it's like, and I'll reference myself again. I mean, like the I would only have honest honesty with myself to the degree that it would match this image that I'd created with, yeah, with isn't everything. It isn't it great to create an image of who you are when it's not who you are? Yet yeah, not so much fun at all. Oh, yes, it's fun because then you can be whatever you are without having to take responsibility for fucking anything. True story. Because I didn't mean to do that. That's not how my image sees me. 
Oh, you know, that's actually been the greatest. That's been one of the greatest gifts for me in this, you know, on this recovery journey is looking at those things, actually acknowledging the choices that I've made in the past. You know, one of the steps in it has been um, making amends to people. Yeah. And for me, I took it like I've had conversations with you about integrity and having integrity and seeing where I just didn't have it. And (laughs) for me, I think it was the most valuable step because I had to actually look at it and get really sincere with what I'd chosen. Yeah. Like in that, in that amends process, look at different people in my life and look at, okay, what, how did I actually treat this person? Did I treat this person well, or did I treat him like crap? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's always amazing to me how often people will treat somebody like crap and think that they didn't mean to. Like the guy that told me he was joking. He didn't say it like it was a joke. It didn't sound like a joke. I don't think it was a joke. Well, I was just, you know, I wasn't being serious. I didn't mean it that way. I meant it as a joke. I said, well, I would recommend you not do that joke again. Yeah. But everything has a justification to it when you're being, when you're lying to yourself, you can justify anything. Yeah, I know. Isn't that great? Yeah, not so much. Um, No, 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 no. Bad attitude. (laughs) You got to see how great it was because it created this whole universe that didn't exist. Right. Yeah. True story. You know, I mean, it's like, good God, isn't it great that you can lie to yourself the way you you do? Because it's like, look at what you created with that. Didn't lead you exactly where you thought you were going to go, but, you know, was incredible. <laughs> it's a fun ride. You know, I'm grateful. I, I'm grateful for all of it now in looking at it. Yeah. Like in all of the lies, because it got me to a point where I could, where I could honestly look at it and go, okay, mm-hmm. what would I actually like to be? So, okay, anything else? Any other tips for being fucking honest with yourself? <laughs> well, you got to look at it. You know, you got to look at it and go, okay, so what do I want here? Do I want to be right or do I want to be free? Yeah. If you want to be free, you take a different choice. If you want to be right, you don't. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and the moment I say, oh, God, I finally got this right, I go, okay, never mind. I'm over it. I haven't gotten it right. What have I gotten? What have I achieved? And what else is possible? That I always what... go to what else is possible. Yeah. Because... It's like, I know the moment I think I have, you know, it's perfect is the moment I've ended its creation. Hmm. So true. Welcome to marriage. Yes. You know, it's like I was married and I thought, oh God, I've got the perfect woman. You know, because it's like she was everything. It's like with my first wife, I wrote a list of all the things I wanted in my marriage but not a list of what I didn't want. With my second wife, I, wa- I asked for everything I wanted and everything I didn't want. 
One of the things I wanted is somebody who would fight life's battle with me. <laughs> I stated it wrong. <laughs> because I said with me, meaning alongside me, but that's what I got was somebody who would fight every one of life's things with me, against me. You know, and they, she would be fighting me, not fighting for me or alongside me. And I went, oh, God, I got everything I wanted and what I didn't want. <laughs> so you have to be very clear, very, very clear about what you really want, what you don't want. Well, that and also I like that you look at it, though, and go, how did I create that? Yes, but I always do that. You know, it's like I realize that 10 seconds of unconsciousness can only cost you a billion years of pain and suffering. Oh, man, I've learned that one. I've learned that one the hard way, too. Yeah, definitely. You know, it's like in my point of view is, okay, so how did I create this? And I always look at it from how did I create this, not how did this person do this? Nobody does anything to you except you. You are the one that destroys you always. And it's like whatever gets, whatever occurs in your life, you created it one way or another. How'd you yeah. do it? Yeah. You know, I heard you say that first time I went to a class with you 12 years ago and, um, you said that and I was like, wait a minute. I thought my life was this way because of everything that's happened to me. Yeah. You know, abuse and, and trauma and all of it. I was like, I like being the victim. Why are you taking that away from me? Don't take my victimhood away. How can <laughs> I justify everything I choose if I am not the victim I choose to be? Yeah. Not much power in creating your life with that. Uh, no, no power at all. You know, and I also am a power-hungry, power-monger. You know, I want to have total power. I don't want to have minuscule power. Patheto power doesn't suit me. Yeah, it, no, that doesn't. I don't think it suits any of us, but a lot of us try it on anyway for way yeah, too but, long. You know, most of you try it on and it's too tight and your testicles get up in your throat <laughs> and you still think you're okay because then you're just a Balchinian. So <laughs> uh-huh. Exactly. Um, I just want to ask you one last thing about the about image, like what mm -hmm. it is, what it is for you living beyond it. Because I see, I don't see really anybody else that that doesn't have it. I don't see many people at all that don't have image apart from you. Well, like, the thing that became true to me is being an image means everybody sees you in a particular way. Right. But I was always curious why people saw me the way they did. Huh. Where I was going, okay, how come they're seeing me that way? What is it they see I don't? And so in looking for what it was that they saw that I didn't see, I became aware of what I was creating by the choices I was making and what I was saying and how that would create an image that matched their agenda. Oh, wow. And most people want you to be an image that matches their agenda and then they know where to place you in their life in a good category or a bad category. Well, but you would look at it, switch almost like the reverse of it and see how they actually saw you. Yeah. But not a, but you also don't adjust yourself to make you oh, that no. way that they need to see no. you. No, I, I, you know, it's like it doesn't matter how they see me. It matters they, they see me, how they see me is fine. You know, it's like I was very surprised because I had a lady who said, can I use your name? And I went, sure, why not? 
He says, because you're famous. And I go, I'm famous. <laughs> you know, and then you somebody, are a little bit famous, you know? Yeah, I know. Then somebody showed me the, the <laughs> video out there that 10 million people have seen. It may be more than that now. At least, yeah. You know, and it's like, and it's like, oh, so I've been seen by 10 million. I guess I am famous and I'm famous in, you know, it's like I was famous in Santa Barbara because I drove a unique car. Then I became famous in Santa Barbara because I did unique things. Then I became famous in Houston because I had more money than anybody else. I didn't really, but I spent more money on things easily than most people do because I didn't penny pinch. I just go, yes, I'll take that, I'll take that, I'll take that, I'll take that. And then I figured out how to get the money. I didn't think I had to have the money before I got it. I had the point of view of if I want it, I'll find it. And I always did. And it's like, that's always the way I do things. And it's like, I bought so much stuff for El Lugar. You know, it's like I have more stuff in storage to go to El Lugar right now than they have there at El Lugar. And it's like, and they're saying that I spent too much money already and they have no bloody clue because I spent way more than that. <laughs> it's like, you know, it's like El Lugar will have marble stairways. Okay. Oh, Do they beautiful. have marble stairways in, in Costa Rica? No. 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 Do they have marble anything? No. You know, it's like I have, I have great statues. Do they have, you know, ornate fountains from the 1800s? No, but they will now. You know, it's like El Lugar is going to be the most unique place in Costa Rica. But that's what I wanted to make it, the most unique place in Costa Rica. Yeah. You know, and the castle is the most unique place. I mean, there's a guy who does the registry of castles in uh, Italy. And he came and saw the castle. He said, this is the most unique place. This is the most unique castle in Italy because you have more real stuff than anybody else. Because I put $7,000 rugs on the floor, not $9.99 rugs from Costco. It is stunning. I mean, yeah. and to, I, I, I think about that place. I can't even fathom how you created it, but you see, you just see things different than anyone else. Anyone else? Yes, but that's from going to be bluntly honest with myself. That's see what that I, was... I see things different. And then I'm not oh, wrong sure. for the way I see anything. I'm just different in the way I see things. And I can be my difference. And people come in. I mean, a guy came into my house the other day that had never been here. And he goes, oh, my God, this place is amazing. Yeah, it is. You know? He says, did you kill all these animals? No, I didn't kill any of them. I wouldn't. I wouldn't shoot an animal for love nor money. But somebody did, and somebody had them stuffed, and it's like, and they shouldn't go in the dump. They should be savored and saved and honored as who they are, which is what I do. You're amazing. And, you know, I was thinking about that with this honesty thing with access wouldn't exist. If you weren't willing yeah. to be brutally honest, none of it would. Like it, nope. it started with your willingness to go, you know what? I'm going to be brutally honest with myself, whatever that takes. That was the thing I really wanted to talk to you about it for. Cause it's like to see what you've created your life as from that demand of yourself. I'm not going to lie to myself. Yeah. Is kind of like 
to even look at that, I know for myself, it's like, Jesus Christ, it's terrifying to look at that level of honesty with with you. Yeah, it can be terrifying, but it's terrifying when you actually experience it. But then it's also a level of freedom that you can't get anyplace else. Nobody can give you that, that except you. Yeah. You know, you said to me once, um, you said your life would take off if you're willing to be true to you. Yeah. And I'll never forget you saying that because it was one of those things that was just like, oh, I knew it as well when you said it. So, so true. You knew it was true, but you see, it's like I'm willing to stick you with it by doing that. Yeah. It's like giving you a wedgie. And it's yeah. like and until you actually look at it and see it and function from it, yeah, just you're just going to blister. Your butt's going to blister. That's all that's going to happen. And that's what I like to do is blister oh, you people's do butts. Well, can we just say that you are the master of it? Let's just <laughs> say that. <laughs> Good. That's the kind of master I wanted to be. You are dev you you are the I see you do it. And most people don't even get you doing it now. You you getting I that know. good at it? <laughs> Being so good they can't even recognize when I'm doing it. Yeah. And it's fun and it cracks me up because it's like they go about they start changing, not realizing why they're changing or what's changing them. Yeah. And it's their choice. It's yeah. their choice. And they choose and they do and they create and they generate. And it's really amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I want to thank you for this because I did in this, I did realize that it's like you can't have that life of, I can't have the, the life of joy and the life of abundance and the life of all of it. If I'm not, if I don't start with being brutally honest yeah. with myself. Yeah. That's the only place it's going to come from. It's like, because nobody else will tell you what's true about you. And it's That's like, and so most true. people will lie to you about you to make you feel good or to get something from you or to get what they want from you, that kind of stuff. Yeah. When people, you know, compliment me, it's like, uh-huh. And what's your agenda? But, but I'm always that, looking though. for their agenda. Yeah, but you 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 can see their agenda because you know yours. Yeah, you know your you can't have that that awareness of other people if you don't have the awareness of yourself. And I, Correct. you are so brilliant at that. You know yourself in like inside out. Yeah, and it allows you to see the world like that. Yep, my kids had a book that I used to love to read: inside, outside, upside down. <laughs> and I went, I love that book because it? it was just so silly. And it's like, but it's like, that's what I consider my life. It's the inside, upside, inside, outside, upside down life that I live. Because I'm yeah. never looking from one point of view. I'm always looking at 27. And somebody said, wow, the way you raise your house is really different. I said, well, what I do when I arrange a room, I sit in every single solitary seat to see what you see from that seat. And then I will go move things two inches so that it creates a better view. It I've seen you, you do it to see. countless yeah. times where you just like, I'm like, how'd you even notice that? But you do. Because I notice everything. You do. You do. Yep. Thank you for this, Gary. I'm very it's grateful. It is. It, it's, it's changed something in this, um, it, some awareness for this for me. So thank you. You're I'm so sure welcome. And I hope, you know, it's like, I want you to live the life you'd like to have, not the one you think you have to have. Yeah. True story. Okay. You're a, cool. an amazing man. Thank you, Thank my you friend. Thank you so much.
Take care, my friend. Thank you. Bye. Bye. If you found this helpful, please share it and subscribe at onechoicefromchange.com. Until next time, you're only one choice from change.